Warning, the following podcast contains the worst Batman than me. I'm so much better. I didn't even want to be in your stupid Justice League anyway. Alfred! Alfred, where's the nation X? Have a cold. Come together! Right now! me. A martini shaken up. Shocking. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official podcast of the Podfix Network that went and saw Justice League with George R. R. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> we sure did. We <laughs> sure did. <laughs> oh, George, goddammit, George R. R. Martin. <laughs> uh, I am one of your hosts, Mr. Doody Dutram, and with me as always is the... F- come, to, come together, now that I think about it, is the frequent Hawaiian-wearing-esque shirt, mm. Tom Cummins. Yeah, you do wear a lot of... I, I loud like shirts They're, they're party the shirts Loud shirts Party, they go with everything like Even a gay blind man would go Oh my god, what is going on in here? <laughs> and he'd love it <laughs> yes. uh, My is shirts that... are fabulous, what are you talking about? This one's a I'm actually quite proud of this ensemble It's green on It's 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 green and red What's wrong with green and red? Christmas. I'm feeling very festive It's very Caribbean mm. Speaking of festive Someone in here is dressed like Homer Simpson I'm not dressed like Homer Simpson <laughs> You are dressed you are like just like wearing Homer a Simpson. polo and jeans You're wearing a white polo, blue jeans Yeah, Tommy Hilfiger Oh, Ooh, yeah, there's Tommy Hilfiger oh, It's all fancy Oh, my God It doesn't really fit my huge arms, though That's the only problem <laughs> <laughs> So ripped <laughs> Fuck off <laughs> For those of you joining us for the first time Here on Checking Out Nerd Welcome, we do hope you enjoy your stay You can check out, but you can never leave a review um, so, <laughs> so with that, we're going to review A movie I think I've been looking forward to For quite some time here on episode 42 mm. The Justice League Yes 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 yes. yes. But before that, we need something A little known thing called Mandok I challenge you to a dance Man talk. No trash talk, no backwalk. On the black talk, just me, you. Man talk. No cat calls, no tag teams, no mascots. Right now. Man talk. So, man talk is essentially what we've been up to, or what are you doing? What are, are, what are, you, are doing? you doing? It's not. Yes, <laughs> it is. Um, so, Mr. Johnson, what have you been doing? What, what are, are you doing? What have you been doing? What have you been doing? Uh, last night I went to my mother's book launch. Did not. <laughs> yes. So she's um she's just published a book called Intruder. Uh it's a psychological thriller mm. novel. And uh yeah, so we had a cake that looked exactly like the book and it was a really good cake. Was, what kind of cake was it? It was a it was supposed to be a caramel chocolate mud cake but it was more just a chocolate mud cake oh but caramel's the best bit yeah i know right the fondant was good yes the fondant Suga. Suga, Suga. oh diabetes <laughs> yes it was, it was very good i'm very proud of my mother for writing a novel mm. Mm. a lot of people uh, a couple of people did come up to me and they said oh so uh are you gonna read the book and the book is quite 
Um, it's got gr- some raunchiness in it. Raunch and graphicness. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. I feel like I should purchase it to be supportive, but I don't think I'm not sure I could read the subject matter when it's written by your mother. Fair, yeah, yeah. I can't either because it was written by my mother. And in the second scene, it gets a bit fresque. A bit. A Hot bit. and heavy. Yeah. Would you like to read an excerpt from the book? We have it right here. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, feel free to check it out. The pelvis. The pelvis. The quivered. <laughs> Look Pen- at you, Tom. Maybe you should the, write it. I should write, oh, erotic fiction, Tom. <laughs> the penitent man. <laughs> the penitent man. The penitent man. Tom, what have you been up to? I'm changing the I'm topic. telling the story. <laughs> Tom, what are you up to? Um, I have... Been frantically organising a work drinks that we unfortunately happened to be on the same day as the book launch because I was intending to go to that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh here, I we was, here we go. I was, but I got told. I swear it's precious. Well, me and the other interns at work got told a week and a day out that we needed to plan a two-hour work drinks for the entire company. Yeah, okay, that's a lot. Which of people. was uh, which was fun. We got it done and we did it a pretty damn good job of it. Did it pretty on the on to, the cheap. To, yeah, actually, we halved the budget. From Damn, jeez! And it didn't look like half the budget, so we did, we did well. Like, get actually trying to get people on site into a corporate building as contractors. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, but no, it went well, and that has been my life. I have been doing graphics. For, I had been doing graphics for it, filling out paperwork, doing all these other things. All these are exciting things that I'm sure our listeners love yeah. to hear about. How many people were at this thing? But they had cocktails. Ooh. And they gave me two litres of espresso martini as I walked out. What? Even better. And you didn't fucking pie an espresso martinis! That's your mom's house, you can have it. I'll have you want Yeah. 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 I do expect two pies at this uh, apartment. You're not getting two pies. Can yeah. I have your pie? You know what? You, okay, you can. You, yes. <laughs> uh, you can have two pies. I'm not going to say how big said pies are going to be. <laughs> But you can have two of them. I'm going to message your partner and let her... She doesn't control me. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, baby. I don't mean... <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. I love you. I'm sorry, baby. I'll do whatever you want. I'll do whatever you want. God damn dove me in for pie. <laughs> it works. Um, not a grand deal too much. Uh, I, I've, I did go see Justice League yesterday as well as today. And I went with a friend of ours, uh, Zoe. And as we were walking in, the trailers were on, like, outside the cinemas and the posters were everywhere. And she goes, you know who my favourite Justice League character is? And I'm like, who? She goes, Barry Aaron. Barry Aaron. <laughs> Barry Aaron. Barry Aaron. <laughs> she got fucked. Oh, my um, God. She also walked out of the film going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Batman vs. Superman. I haven't seen Wonder Woman. I haven't seen Suicide Squad. I haven't seen Man of Steel. I'm like, that's like watching Return of the King first. <laughs> yeah. Out of curiosity, did you... Plan to wear your Justice League shirt? This is yeah, your my DC shirt? Today, yes. Today, yes, okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is my Golden Age hero shirt. So it's got um, all the old school characters on it. I don't think it has Batman, Superman, or Wonder Woman on it, but it's got like everyone else. And the Penguin for some fucking reason. I can see Robin. Has it got Robin? Yeah, it's got Joker. It's got Green Lantern and Dr. Phaeton. Yeah, th- yeah, we're discussing what's on my shirt. On <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a nice shirt. <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, uh, I... I did on Tuesday Battlefront 2 came out early for those who bought the, like the Elite Edition so I've been cramming that a lot of that with your brother mind you Mr. Cummins I'm happy just we have we've been saying a lot of things about you I'm sure you have such as you should really get this game because it's, it's essentially a remake of Battlefront 2 from like 2005 I'm, in, I'm intrigued 
Mm. Keep talking. Mm. Talking. Okay. About the game. I want to know more about the game. Well, glad you asked. Um, it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. Um, in relation to the campaign, it does go for about four or five, if you stretch it out and look for like, because there's, there's collectibles and unlockables in each level, maybe six or seven hours. Um, because I've also read the prequel, all the other novels between six and seven, they make references to characters that are in the books. So for me, I'm like, hey, hey. Hey, there's a character nobody else knows about. Barry Aaron. Barry Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> um, the campaign, on the, other, on the other hand, I have been playing that a lot with Matt. Uh, not the campaign, sorry, the multiplayer. And it's pretty fun. Um, it's a lot better than Battlefront 1's just, you know, play as a random stormtrooper, die, respawn again, die. You, there's a lot more sort of working together and tacticalness from it. Like, if your brother would go as a sniper, I'd go as a heavy. So as I'm running up to get close, because I'm shit at, uh, you know, long range, he'll pop them off at long range while I'm running in closer. So it, it comes in handy. Like, it's it's pretty fun to play with a group of people. So teamwork. Yeah. Teamwork. 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 So I've gone to a crowd of about 10, 15 players, wiped them all out because none of them can actually fucking hit me because I'm just bouncing around like a rabbit. That's fantastic. Um, well, and Kylo Ren can freeze people. So like when I get a group of people trying to shoot me, you just freeze them all and they can't move and then you just mow them down. Oh, awesome. So, so pretty, the campaign, good. it jumps between the three. The campaign is between uh, just before uh, yeah. the so Battle that of Endor. Doesn't, that doesn't jump between the three. No, uh, not between the three. It's, it's just between uh, the Galactic... Uh, gal- uh, fuck, what's it called? Galactic Civil War. Galactic Civil War and the this new trilogy. So at the moment, um, I'm just before, I think, the Battle of Jakku. So yeah. it's getting pretty interesting and it shows sort of how desperate the Empire gets, which is a pretty cool thing to actually see. Like, I've read about it, but actually seeing it, it's really shocking all sort of stuff. Desperate enough to go home with awesome. me or not quite that desperate yet? Mm. Couple more drinks. Couple more drinks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But uh, that's about it for man talk. Shall we go into the news? Ian's favourite segment mm. of the day. My favourite section. Nothing says fun like listening to yourself sing badly. You guys are children. It's wonderful. Thanks, Tom. I worked hard Look for the money. It shows. So hard for the money. I approve. Thanks. I will forever enjoy that uh, that little audio clip you've done there. Oh, I was saying to Ian yesterday as we were going to his mum's book launch, I'm like, I thought of another song for news, like if we want to change it down the line, and it was Venga Boys. Uh, right. uh, news, 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 news. I want to hear the news. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, the top ten news is coming, and everybody... <laughs> That's better. <laughs> That's a lot better. Tom sings the next one. Um, so, number 10, Mr. Johnson, when you're ready. Do it. Number 10. Number 10. Gal Gadot will not return for Wonder Woman 2 if Brett Ratner is involved in the film. Now, Brett Ratner helped produce the first film, and uh, Wonder Woman has a release date as well of November 2019. Hmm. Thoughts? That's uh, pretty soon, considering. It's uh, about two years away. I've also heard that I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers actually did make him step down from it. I oh, did that. I think um, the production, his production company that he owns, is still involved with it, but him directly no longer is what I think I heard. Mm. 
So it's kind of it's kind of a cool thing to see. Like the le- essentially Gal Gadot, amazing as Wonder Woman, going, yeah, I'm happy to do another film now with him. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's definitely considering with the Kevin Spacey thing that was in our news last week as well. Mm. Definitely starting to see a shift. Yeah. So everyone was talking about it, but to actually see some physical difference happening is is good. Yeah, I think. it's really good. Mm. Mm. Even though I think this film kind of um kind of wasn't exactly positively shot for Gal Gadot, which is some other news that I also heard was that a lot of people don't feel that Gal Gadot was represented very fairly in this new Justice League film. But that is for our main segment. All right, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Tom, you're interested in Battlefront 2, yes? Somewhat. Somewhat. The <laughs> DLC is all free for the game. Well, that's good. That's also, very exciting. Uh, actually, that's later in the news. Um, so, yes, the DLC is all free for the game, and the DLC part one, if you will, has already been revealed. We're getting some Last Jedi content. You're getting Finn and Captain Phasma as heroes on the 13th of December. Ooh. Continuation of the campaign. We're getting a couple more levels of the campaign, so it looks like it's going to keep going after the campaign ends. Okay. If that makes sense. Uh, and we're getting, I believe, a new hero ship, which is a special type of A-Wing, and a new planet. That's quite interesting. I, I can't think of... I'm not sure if it's happened before. Do first-person shooters or with campaigns ever had expansions like that to the single player before? Not to my knowledge, but there has been like spin-off ones, I think, with, like say, Wolfenstein. You'll play from a different character's point of view. Like While you send off one person to go to a mission, you're actually doing that mission, if that makes sense. Okay. Right. But like That's- I know with... Gears of War, they had, like, ex- uh, different campaign DLC add-ons for, like, Gears of War 3 and 2 and stuff. Yeah, but they didn't for the new one. It doesn't seem like they no. added on to the campaign at all. Mm. So, yeah, it's kind of strange. So, it looks like the campaign's going to keep going for a little while as well after the, the end of it. And I that's think cool. we're still going to play as the main character, Aiden. Oh, that's, that's really cool. Mm. Interesting. So, some some more temptation for you to pick it up and play with me and your brother. I probably Sweet will. temptation. I probably will when I have some money. Sweet Caroline. But somebody won't pay me back for the movie ticket. Number eight. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. Amazon has given a has given the Lord of the Rings season a multi-season commitment deal with Warner Brothers, TV, and the Tolkien Estate. Uh, the series will be set in Middle Earth and serve as a prequel of sorts, and it will take some it will take place somewhere between the events of the first novel, Fellowship of the Ring, and will feature new storylines. So, how do you feel about like, a prequel? To Fellowship of the Ring. Um, this is Aragorn getting hmm. drunk at a bar. <laughs> yeah, what's really happening? Tom, you're our resident Lord of the Rings expert. <laughs> I'm sorry, my phone flashed up and it distracted me. What was the question? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Give me your phone. <laughs> um, so, what would you? What do you think of a, a prequel to uh, Fellowship of the Ring in a relation to a TV series, a multi-season TV series? Yeah, I actually am pretty keen for it. As I said in our last podcast, because we had this as a similar bit of news but didn't have that much detail on it, um, I am excited to see another fantasy genre TV, TV series, series because yeah. there's not a lot of them and a lot of them haven't done been done particularly well. There's a lot of... I mean, there's a couple of Middle Ages ones, but they haven't got like the magic sort of elements to them and the different races and all that sort of thing. I think there's a lot of potential there that they could do. I think as a production company, because it's Amazon and Warner Brothers, did you say? Yep. Yep. Um, I'm not sure what Amazon is doing exactly with it because they sort of haven't been proven as... They did uh, that American Gods, that TV show, that apparently is Uh, really good. Yeah, I have heard. I have actually heard. That's really good. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm... 
I'm keen on it, but still spectacle about mm. it. Well, my think- my question is one of the my, my personal favorite thing about Lord of the Rings is Gandalf and magic. But there is Ian McShane's Gandalf. Yes, Ian McShane. <laughs> um, we're joking. We know it's not. And how are they going to do magic without having that character in it? They use Radagast, the brown. <laughs> Well, even that has already been displayed in the uh, film trilogies of Hobbit, so I don't know. Maybe we won't get any using still. I assume there's other wizards. Yeah, there's two blues. There's one grey, one white, and one two brown. brown. One brown, one grey, one white, two blues. So do you yeah. think they might focus on one of those other wizards then? Perhaps. Because I think... Well, it might have... My opinion is they need to have a wizard in there because... Because I like wizards. But if it's then watch Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. I feel like there needs to be one in there. It just doesn't well, they're the only ones who can use magic as well. Generally, others. Yeah, wizards. exactly. Because then they're not actually human. Yeah, no. But like, without yes, you can have all the races in Lord of the Rings, but I feel like there's no magic element in there without having a wizard. Do you think Gandalf used much magic in Lord of the Rings? I think it was enough of a presence. The fact that he had it, and he it kind of used it in pinnacle moments. Yeah, like he used a in, great nightlight. <laughs> yeah, great nightlight. And he whispered to a moth. Well, he did his you shall not pass thing and stuff. I made a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> and he got thrown around on the floor. They're breakdance fighting. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I wouldn't have said magic was that big of a part of it, really. I think it plays not necessarily so much a part in what you see, but in what happens. I think you're a really big fan of magic in general, because we had the discussion last week of like what we'd like to see in a Star Wars film, and you're like, I want the Force. If it's not, th- if the Force isn't it, it's the not a Star Wars film. The Force is the main part of Star I'm Wars. I'm the Force, and the Force is with me. Yes. I'm Armored Force, and the Force is with me. I'm Armored Force. <laughs> um, seven? Seven. Number seven. Fellas. Ian. Friends. Sorry. Buddies. <laughs> Guys. Pow. Do you know what a Can- uh, South Park Canadian's favourite uh, city is in Victoria? Rosebuddy. <laughs> Tom loved it. What's the news? <laughs> Ian, you're a fan of John Wick? Yes. You're a fan of John Wick too? Yes. You're a fan of the style, direction and action of John Wick? Yes. How would you like to see, let me pitch to you, um, a Hitman TV series? Made by the John Wick guys. Oh, okay. Uh, I, yeah. I thought I thought you were just coming out of left field right there. Just Let like... me pitch to you, pink pretty shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think if it's done well, but like the Hitman movies we've seen have all been atrocious. So I never saw the first one. I, uh, there was a second they've one. They've all done horribly. There was a second one. The second one was pretty shit as well. Was mm. it? Mm. Uh, so it just depends how well it's done. The fact that it's done by the John Wick guys gives me a bit more hope. <laughs> And maybe it's one of those things that transfers better as a TV show as opposed to a movie like Game of Thrones. That never would have worked as a movie. No, not without George R. R. Martin in our movie Yeah. Now we know why that guy can't finish his fucking book. He's too busy watching Justice League. Mmm. Ooh. He had a reaction for everything. He had a reaction. Yeah, we'll go into it later. Number six. Number six. Number six. Number six. According to reports, Disney wants to consolidate control all of its Marvel characters with the potential of 21st Century Fox deal. So Marvel Studios and Marvel Television characters could appear together. What are your thoughts, gentlemen? Would you like to see the Defenders and the Avengers on screen at the same time in a movie? I thought there was always a chance that that could happen, but it's probably not going to. The TV executives and the movie executives don't see eye to eye. 
Yeah, so I Kevin don't know. Feige and someone else don't They're kind anyway. of quite different in atmosphere and everything that I don't know how they will go sharing a screen. Well, the TV series, especially well, the Netflix ones, are a lot darker. Yeah. More adult, yeah. And The Punisher was just released, I think, two days ago. Yeah, I did hear about that as well. Mm. Um, I don't know. Oh. I don't know how it would work. To be honest with you, I just don't think tonally they will um, collaborate very well. Are there any characters from the television universe, Daredevil, Danny Rand, or any other characters that you'd like to see in a in a Marvel movie? Isn't this a side character? Luke Cage, I feel, could work because he's kind of super enough to fit into the cinematic universe. I don't know if I really can see any of the others being super enough to for it to kind of work. But, but it's interesting. I actually think this goes back to what we were saying yesterday. If they're, so if they're consolidating those two, so they're consolidating the TV and the film on in the case that they get the deal with 21st Century. Yeah, films, I believe those that, thoughts, yeah. Then I, I would say what we were talking about previously would be correct and that these they're probably going to do a reboot. I reckon they're going to change their entire approach to everything. I don't think they would use the same characters and mix them out and stuff. If they're changing it up after Phase 4 and they have everything consolidated under one, then they can go in with a fresh approach to television and movies, which I wouldn't actually be surprised if we would see that. That would be probably the better option uh, with tying down the storyline at the end of this phase. (laughs) What phase is it for? Uh, three. three. The German tree? The German tree. The German tree. The German tree. Number five. Number five. Now, this is Chris Brayton's favorite movie, also known as Godfix, or as he likes to call himself, Dadfix. Um, the Super Mario Brothers movie uh, with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. Leguizamo. I, I can't remember how to say his name. And uh, Lasagna. Dennis Hopper. Yeah. From their latest Get to the Dennis Hopper episode. Uh, how did you guys like the Super Mario Brothers movie? Uh, um, we've discussed it on our podcast. I think as we well, should review it at some point. I, it's not good. I don't even remember it and I don't want to remember it. Don't make me watch <laughs> Mario, it. Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. I remember that bit. And I remember Rocket Boots and I remember that Yoshi was a dinosaur. Bob! It was an actual, like, dinosaur. Dinosaur. And Bowser wasn't a dragon. Well, he wasn't anything. It was stupid. Anyway. And there was that giant Goomba holding a tray of food. Yeah, I refuse. <laughs> but the actual news. The actual news <laughs> is um, Illum- Illumination, who did uh, the, the Minions film. Yeah. Um, uh, a possible deal with Nintendo to do a Super Mario Brothers movie. How would you feel about the Minions guys doing a Mario movie? The only the way... dialogue's going to be real boring. Well, like an animated one. It's not... Yeah. They didn't just do Minions. You realise they did all the Despicable Me movies as well, right? Yeah, the Despicable Me movies are good. The Minion movie is crap. But he just, he just wanted to do it in yeah. the Minion voice and yeah, Minions would lead yeah. back to it more. But I think that's... Look, to be honest, I think that's the only way that a Mario movie could ever work. Oh, la boy. Shut the fuck up. I think it's the only way a Mario movie could work is by doing it in animation. Da pa boy. Um, but there'd be no dialogue. Whatever. It would be, it would be Mario and it, it, it have like when's the last time Mario formed a sentence? You should go pitch that. Go pitch that. Just, <laughs> what, what's the story? <laughs> Mario. <laughs> oh no! Like deal. You got your three million. Like it's it's Mario's brilliant for a video game. Like I'm loving Odyssey, <laughs> but. How do you convey that to a film? Well, with the funny that thing dialogue? is that the movie, the yeah. game, sorry, is they're becoming a bit more cinematic. Yeah. Um, if you play Mario Odyssey all the way through, 
you'll see a lot of cutscenes and a lot more character development than we've ever had before in the Mario games, to the point where it almost is a movie. It just needs the voices. Yeah, I think they'll add voices to it. And I think they will. I reckon they would have to add voices, and I don't have a problem with that. I actually think it would work. That voices to Zelda. Yeah, exactly. And And Zelda's harder, in my opinion. Link Link doesn't talk. Yeah, I feel like it would be harder to add voices to Zelda than um, than Mario. Mario, you can because it's going to be an animation film. It's a lot easier to do. At least, at least it is not a live action film. Yes, exactly. I think it has potential. I'm not going to say it's going to be good. Will Andy Serkis be in it? And maybe he'll do the mocap for it. Andy Serkis is Bowser. Oh, that'd be sweet. That'd be good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number four. Number four. You guys like painting? Sure, Bob Ross. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you see the Deadpool two oh, teaser? I certainly did. Tom, give us your thoughts. Loved did you it. like? Did you like my? I shared it on our Facebook I did, page. I did like did you pun, like my, your little pun. Yeah. My little pun I put in there. I said, "Bob Ross, eat your art out." Oh my I did. Gosh. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm yeah, not lying. Thanks. I had, a, I had a slight chuckle at that one. <laughs> <laughs> my God! My God! You're Impressions. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, yes, I I watched it and then I showed it to to the wife and she's like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Us? We're just gonna have a whack off. <laughs> yeah, I am high as a fucking kite right now. It was so. It good. was pretty good. I I don't know about you guys, but after I watched it the first time, I then went back again and tried to stop it so I could see all the frames because yes, it has the the like the, the little ten joke. second clip at the end. Yeah, it has a joke, but in there, like they've crammed all these little scenes from the well, film in, and I wanted to see where they were. Which obviously they do it so that people go and investigate it. Someone will well, go like, through watch... and put red arrows and circles all yeah, over. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I've already watched. I watched yeah. one of those breakdown, breakdown ones that yeah. actually just stops, and I didn't even like. I was reading some of the things down the bottom, like the p- paints, but I loved them when it was actually going through, and it's like Betty White. <laughs> we're going to mix out Betty White with some yellow snow, <laughs> and we're just going to dance on a happy cloud. <laughs> now, did you did you uh, recognize what the black uh, splodge of paint was on the actual canvas when he's painting and he looks at it? It's like the snow painting, and it has a black splodge. Uh, sorry, I, didn't, red, I red, couldn't figure out red, what it was. Red splodge on it. No, it his, like well, uh, I couldn't work out what it was. Um, one of the videos I was watching couldn't either, but one of the people is suggesting that it's a hint that Mr. Sinister will be the villain. Oh. Something about it is Mr. Sinister. I don't know what exactly, but that's what they're saying. Which I wouldn't be surprised if he was. This also came from the reports of Jason Todd is the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Mr. Sinister could actually be really cool because I don't think you could put him in a, in a PG-13 X-Men film. He'd be better off in an R-rated Deadpool film. Mm. For those who don't, like myself, know much about who Minister Sinister is... He's a bad guy. He's a mister, and he's, and he's a sinister. sinister. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, Tom. Uh, the best way to describe him is he's worked with Apocalypse before. Um, okay. he's, so he's very powerful, I'm guessing. Yeah, he's also very big on cloning, from my knowledge as well. Ah. And world, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's yeah. very. I'm not a huge Mister Sinister man, but I know he's worked with like Apocalypse and stuff like that. I don't know a lot about him, but he just he, he appears in a lot of um, games. Okay, and like there was X Men the, games. He was he was the main wasn't he? He was the main, the main villain, villain in the, the Deadpool game. Deadpool video game. It was also uh, there was the, then the I Easter would say egg. that is a very big chance of being yeah. the villain. Yeah. There was the Easter egg to him at the end of um, what's the most recent X Men film that came out. Days of Future Past, and then there was the one Apocalypse, Age of Apocalypse. 
um, with them taking like Wolverine's blood for cloning and it was like mm. the Essex company or something and the Essex company is I think it's Essex I can't remember the name yeah the it's Mr. Sinister's it's company. Mr. Sinister's company oh, okay so come back to us Hugh Jackman come back come back baby come back number three guys you like some controversy controversy love it love it I specifically like it but when I could it's pronounced it. correctly controversy 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 what, what do you say Fuck you, alright? <laughs> Don't you turn this around on me. Controversy. Controversy. Say the damn news. <laughs> uh, Battlefront 2. Yes. Yes. So there's been a lot of flip flopping. And well, I mean a flip flopping, I mean a heap of hubba hoo hubba flip flopping. Oh. Um, so, mm. yes. The way, when the video game uh, came out before Tuesday, some people had early access to it to review it, stream it, twitch it. Flip it, flop it, bop it, top it. Um, and essentially, a lot of people were unhappy with it's a pay-to-win program because there is no paid DLC for the video game. It is all free DLC, maps, characters, whomever. Uh, you can buy loot crates. The loot crates will give you abilities. They'll upgrade your abilities. They'll give you new weapons, so on and so forth. Tom, you have a very confused look on your face just then. Like you're I'm listening. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> concentrating real hard right now. I'm, this, a, I'm sorry, sorry for intently listening to what you have to say. Well, dude. wait for the controversy. Oh, no, fuck His you. phone hasn't lit up yet, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> wait for the controversy. Shut up. <laughs> wait for the controversy. <laughs> Thank you. Con- controversy. Controversy. <laughs> controversy. Thank you. Um, so, a lot of people are unhappy because if you want to play as Darth Vader, let's say Tom buys a copy of the game, wants to play as Darth Vader, you need 60,000 credits originally to unlock him. Yeah, I don't have that many credits. <laughs> that brings us up to a very good point, actually. So, to get in-game credits, you had to play the game. You get roughly 800 credits a game, so you needed to play shy over 60, maybe 70 games to unlock Vader. If you're good, if you're shit, you get pretty much nothing. Um, so, a lot of people are saying they're upset because you have to buy loot boxes. You might get credits in the loot box to buy Vader. So, EA <coughs> responded to this. They dropped the price from... Characters such as Vader and Luke, which are the most expensive, from 60,000 to 15,000 credits. That's a big drop. That's over 75% drop, which a lot of players weren't happy with, so they dropped it. Next, a lot of people weren't happy with buying loot boxes. They didn't want, you know, you're not paying for DLC, but you can pay for loot boxes if you want to pay for loot boxes and get new weapons, new skins, and these things are actually major game players. Your grenade cooldown can be 2 seconds instead of 15 seconds. Your explosion radius can be 40% instead of 4%. Yeah, very they're, they're fairly big changes. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's a lot of people weren't <laughs> happy with that. So what EA have done now is they have removed the option to actually purchase loot boxes in game. So if Tom buys the game next week, next month, however long from now, I can't just spend money and be better than you. <laughs> no, you have ah, to. Ah, now I got to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Level up. Um. So yeah. So it looks like uh, EA released the game. A lot of people weren't happy with it in relation to how much it costs to get heroes, how much you have to grind. It's a pay-to-win system. And EA's gone, we're listening. They've removed the loot box, the, the purchable option from the loot boxes, so you can only purchase it with in-game currency, yep. which you earn from playing the game. And they've lowered the price of all the heroes, rather than 60000 to 15000 which I've already unlocked Luke Skywalker. Interesting. It's great. That's have they not... Didn't I hear some other news that now they've done even more and removed everything altogether now? What do you mean? There's Tori? no game anymore. It's just, yeah. just, you just, put, just, you just like, put the disc in, it goes to a black screen, and then it just goes. It says, it just says, please play. No, you, you, buy, play you, buy, you buy a copy of Battle, Star Wars Battlefront 2. You open the case. It says Star Wars Battlefront 2, right? You put the, ca- the disc in the console, you close it, and then here, ha ha ha, 
tell you what I'm all watching. And it's just a Spice Girls video clip on loop. <laughs> and then you can't eject it and it won't let you eject it from your console. Yeah. Please play $1 to install <laughs> game. Uh, there pay was one dollar to get to menu screen. Credits, credits. <laughs> there was a, there was a meme that I saw, which was um, it was Qui Gon talking to Watto, and it was it said Qui Gon, and it said you know general consumer, and it said Watto EA, and it's like I'd, I'd like to unlock Darth Vader. Credits will do fine. He goes, no, they won't. He's like, credits will do fine. No, they won't. <laughs> it was fucking perfect. I was like, it's over, Anakin. I paid for the high ground. <laughs> I saw it. It's so fucked. <laughs> oh, All right. Number two. Number two. Video games. You guys like video games? You like some video games? Love them. Yeah. What do you guys think of King Kong? He's a pretty good guy, misunderstood, often misrepresented. Yeah, you just like climbing buildings. Yeah. What do you guys think of Godzilla? He's a fan of parkour. So you hey. just like stomping on buildings. Yeah. What do you think of the giant wolf from Thor, the, Dar- uh, the Dark World, Ragnarok? So you just like swimming and walking on bridges. Yeah. I Fucking Hulk came on. on sunshine. What do you guys think of the rock, the biggest monster of them all? Dude just likes being... Big. <laughs> My cells. <laughs> the, uh, did any of you play the video game from, I think it was the uh, mid yes. early 90s, Rampage? Was no. it 90s? I thought it was 80s. I don't know. 80s, 90s. Somewhere there else. was a couple of sequels. Mm, did you sure. ever play Rampage? No, Tom? No. I played it a little I, I, bit. Oh, they had I played it arcades, a little bit. didn't they? Yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, you played as a monster just destroying a city and avo- uh, avoiding tanks. And now, please tell me this story is actually going to be like they're, they're making a movie of this and it's going to be all those monsters and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the size of all these monsters <laughs> as a playable character. That would have been great. Tom, here's your prize. It's a Goku toy. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it on your side. You're Jacob, but I'm taking this with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, they are making a Rampage movie. Well, they've already made it. Yes. Well, post-production at the moment, I'm assuming, because the trailer came out. The trailer did drop. Tom, what are you... My eye. <laughs> right. Stop playing with the spacky toys. Give it back. Um, so, did you guys watch the Rampage trailer? I did. Did you? Yes. Did you, Tom? Should I have? <laughs> Good one, Tom. <laughs> be prepared. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to be any good or not. So, it looks like Dwayne The Rock Johnson... Is a zookeeper, and he's friend. He, he's, he's friends with a monkey. He's friends with a monkey, and something crashes on uh, on Earth, and the monkey sniffs it, and it makes the monkey big. And then the first reaction for the government is shoot it. And the Rock steals a helicopter and says, "We're going to save the world." When he's a zookeeper. Oh, he's a very very muscly zookeeper. But it does it does actually it, let's keep fit, man. It's yeah. got a, a couple of names. It's got the Rock, which is the Rock. It's got Joe Manganiello. Mm. And it's got Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Well, I don't mind Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I think he's and right. forgive me for not remembering her name, but uh, Money Penny from the new Daniel Craig series. Oh, be, really? This yeah. is going to be Battleship all over again. <laughs> that is my fear. Amazing. That is my fear. Um, I, it doesn't look like it's going to be a quality movie, but it's just going to be a popcorn movie. We're going to have to review it. We're also going to review Jumanji. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We are doing Jumanji. <laughs> All right, we'll do I Jumanji. I chuckled several times during that trailer. It's never going to be as good as. I'm an overweight middle-aged man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of this. <laughs> Tom, you should not have toys. What were you saying before we did this? You said, Dutram, you're not allowed to play with that toy because last week you wouldn't put it down and now you're playing with it. He gave it to me. <laughs> he gave, gave it, it to me. me. So, fellas, 
Who likes the Star Wars? Nobody War? knows what we're quoting. <laughs> this is another one of those obscure things we quote that nobody knows what it is. If anyone, if the first person to message in with the, he gave it to me, what movie that is from, yeah, wins we'll, something. Yeah, we'll send, I, we'll, we'll send <laughs> you we, something. Wins Duty's Goku. <laughs> we'll send you something. We'll send you something. A little something, something, a little something, something. A little something. I have a cold. I need that nasal spray. Alfred! <laughs> Nasonex! Nasonex? Is there a company called Nasonex? Yeah, Nasonex. They're little spray ones. Nas- nasal sprays. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. This is the podcast where you learn. Yeah. Yes. Really serious. Not only is it fun, but it's educational. <laughs> um, so, fellas, you like it the Star Wars, yeah? Uh, you know, like a bit of the Star Wars? Yeah, yeah it's alright. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... I guess so. Yeah. Why don't you get the fuck out of there? <laughs> um, so, the runtime for Star Wars The Last Jedi has been revealed at 150 minutes. Two and a half hours. Mm. What's the thoughts on that? A bit long? I think that's a good time, to be honest with you. I think it needed to be a longer film, this one. Um, the first one was... I couldn't tell you, actually, the time frame for the... Keep talking, I'll yeah, find out for you. Look it up. But the, the first one... Um, first one for the new trilogy, I should say. The first one, the seventh one. Yeah. Uh, it felt um, like it kind of brisked over the characters, personally. It didn't really dive into having the character develop, characters develop. The Force or... Awakens goes for two hours and 16 minutes. Oh, so it's only another, like, 15 minutes or so. <laughs> yes. The Last Jedi mm. goes for, when my internet loads... Two hours and 30 minutes, as per the news. I believe the longest Star Wars film was Attack of the Clones. From memory. Yes, yeah, so I think it was as well. Standard six. So the worst film is the longest. Yeah. Uh, is it the worst? Yes. Yes. Undebatably so. Two hours, 22 minutes. So this is the what, longest what Star you, Wars film. What would you say is the worst? This one's, gonna, one. this one's gonna be. Yeah. This is the longest Star Wars film. Two hours, okay. 30 minutes. So it's... Generally speaking, the, the mid- worst the ones middle, go for the longest. The longest ones are the middle of the trilogies. Yeah. You know what? By God, I think you're right. <laughs> Here's begging it out. But I think there's a reason for that as well, and that's because the middle, it's a middle. film, if we essentially, we're, let's not look at number two because that was not good, but let's look at number five, which <laughs> a lot happened in that film to set up the final chapter, the final piece of the trilogy. So there, I think there's a specific reason why they need to tick all those boxes in preparation for the finale of this trilogy. Preparation H, really good on the whole. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd agree with you. I'd agree. So mm. I think it's not too bad of a time frame. Personally, if it was close to three hours, I would say, yeah, that's too long because it is a kind of, it's a family-friendly film and that is too long. Two and a half hours, I think you're as long as you can be without overdoing it. Do you reckon, like, because... I will say yes. Attack of the Clones was awful, but when it came to when I was getting when I watched Attack of the Clones for the first time, I'm like, my god, this is boring. My god, this is boring. And it's like Clones Attack. Oh no, Padme fell out of the ship. My god, this is boring. My god, this is boring. Yoda's doing flips. Yoda. <laughs> Do you reckon they'll have a moment of not someone new and flips, but at least something that will, if the film drags on, then we'll be like, I, it was a good film, yeah. but it's too long or it slowed down. I hope it has what personally to me felt was missing from Force Awakens, and that is a really cool lightsaber fight but it had a lightsaber fight in force awakens but it wasn't it wasn't like the original i, I, fa- mm. I found I, the th- sorry oh, no i was just gonna say i still don't think i don't think it's gonna be able to be slow to be perfectly honest with you mm. because the way that it's looking it's looking like it's going to be what so empire strikes back focused on luke's journey and then han and leia's sort of and, yep. and yep. stuff this one looks like you've got um 
Finn and Poe, you've got Ray and Luke, yeah. and you've got Kylo. There's three different yeah, stories that well, are all think, going on at the same time. That's what four. it looks like. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Four? Well, I think it's Ray and Luke, it's Poe and the Resistance, and it's Finn and Rose, because there's a new character who's been introduced. Who's oh, that's true, because Finn in the trailer, yeah. he seems sure. to be in like their facility Imperial, sort of thing. Uh, yeah, first so order yeah. So There you yeah. go. There's, there appears to be four different stories all going on at the same time which yeah. is probably why it is longer yeah that's, that's too many stories though um it could be it could be but even if you think about force awakens we had they they you have separate characters doing things but they intermingle a lot of the time so i wouldn't be surprised if although they have those separate things they do cross over a fair bit and more than likely they will cross over in a final fight so they'll all end up at this mm. location where the final fight is happening. Because that tends to be how storylines work. Yeah. Okay. B- but it could be. Could but be quite a you're, lot. You're also saying that actually points a question I wanted to ask. Uh, you think The Force Awakens did not have a, an awesome lightsaber fight? And this, yeah. this is just a last Because they weren't, they weren't mm. ready. None of them were ready at that stage. They weren't good enough this is for that big fight. Kylo Ren, the only one who was trained and ready for a fight, was severely injured. And yeah. Ray wasn't hadn't didn't even know. But what she would you define had. as an awesome lightsaber? Yeah, that's that's oh. actually my question. What is your favorite lightsaber fight of the Star Wars trilogy? Oh, series, sorry. Well, my favorite lightsaber fights were from unfortunately the prequel trilogy because that's when they did all the cool flips and things. If you say but Yoda and Count Dooku, you're you're in trouble. I loved Yoda, but no. <laughs> pick, pick one fight, your favorite Star, Star Wars um, fight. I would say the third film. Between there's two fights in that. Obi Wan and Anakin. Obi Wan and Anakin, yes. Okay, Mr. John, uh, Mr. Commons. I would agree that that's probably my favourite one, except the for emotional. the time. Well, except for the time when they're inside and there's a point where they just start sort of flipping their lightsabers at each other, like not actually making any. Oh, contact. when they're on top of the table, it's like a bird's eye view of uh, them, just yeah. going flippy, 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 flippy. Yeah, <laughs> cool. true. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. They're on top of like a conference and table. And it looks dumb. Yeah, it's but at the time it looked alright. And that you could say that for the original trilogy as well. Like, if you watch the very first original Star Wars film, otherwise known as Episode Four, <laughs> um, when you see the fight between Darth Vader and Obi Wan, it's not very entertaining. They kind of just hinge it on their hip and fling at each other's sword because they can't really move because they've got the wires going up their sleeves. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. There were restrictions you know. at the time and. Like just but you didn't answer the question. What is your favorite lightsaber fight? I said that. Oh. I said that. Same, the, still same as Ian, Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah. Except, except for that scene. Do what I'd love to yours? see is Darth Vader as he was in Rogue One. In a yeah, lightsaber exactly. Fight. Oh, yeah. What was, what was your favorite, Didi? Luke versus Vader in episode six. Mm. The green and red it lightsaber It is a very fight. good I fight. I really like that fight. And that's something like that is what I would like to have in this film. Just that sort of like that part where like Luke sort of run and hide sort of thing and Vader's looking for him and he just breaks out into... Something that has a bit of time to it because it felt like, because, yeah, like I said, they weren't ready for a fight in uh, Force Awakens. So Mm. now this time that she's had some training and they're ready, a bit longer of that fight and something interesting happening. Mm. Mm. But what is the theme of this week? Oh, (laughs) Mr. Johnson. This theme, this weekly theme. Oh. The theme uh-huh. of this week, uh-huh. the weekly theme, uh-huh. <laughs> is our fantastical review of The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. 
Oh, great film. Take, great film. Take your time. Uh, Justice League. <laughs> take your time. Your time. Yes. <laughs> Justice League. So we've all been to see it. We're fresh out of the cinema. Dude, you've seen it twice. That laggy bastard. But before we move into that, we need to stop right now. Drop. Thank you very much. <laughs> we need some time for some pod fix break. This is the second time you mentioned it. A little bit of human touch. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers Promo Edition. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your other host, Super Movie Brother Jay. We're a show that talks about movies, talks about beers. I'm the guy that likes big Hollywood blockbusters, big explosions, big dicks, big tits, just being thrown out there in your face. I love your comic book movies. I love your sci-fi movies. This is my co-host, Jay. He's your more indie art house motherfucker. I'm the guy who likes small dicks, small tits, small independent films that you guys all have never heard of. But we come together to talk about movies and deliver you news on movies. We talk about trailers on movies. We give movie reviews. We're here to bring it all to you with big, hard fucking cocks. And small cocks, too. There's Small cocks need love, too. But... You can find us on iTunes at Super Movie Brothers Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Super Movie Pod. Check us out. Cheers. Cheers. What? So, fellas, we just saw Justice. Wow. (laughs) So, fellas, we just saw. Stop Stop ruining the recording. (laughs) No, no, we're keeping it. So, fellas, we just saw. Look at everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just play the damn clip. We saw Justice League. We saw Justice League. Let's find out. Long before I was born, he came as the spearhead of an alien invasion. This world will fall. Like all the others. We have families. Why does everyone keep telling me that? There are enemies coming from far away. I need warriors. Ride ain't over yet. My man. Justice League. Mmm. So League of Justice. <laughs> Ah, thank God I control the soundboard. <laughs> Not the soundboard, the sound mixer. Uh, Mr. Commons, it is, is as tradition, as always, to ask you what was no, the story not. of the Justice yeah, League. 100%. No, it's not. It's Ian's job. <laughs> I refuse. Fair enough. Mr. Johnson, <laughs> Duty, what what's is the story? story? I'm, leading, I'm leading the show. You Ian, tell me the Ian. story. <laughs> Stand with me here. Okay. Strike, strike. Strike, 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 strike. strike. No we hope you've enjoyed the show. Episode <laughs> of Jake and All right, so the, the story's pretty. I think I can sum this up pretty. You quickly. can probably sum it, yeah. Yeah. All right, so this comes pretty much straight off the back of Batman versus Superman, where we have Superman having died. Yep. Uh, the world is kind of in a turmoil where there's no hope. Everyone's a bit. Crimes rising. Crimes rising, and for some reason, I couldn't tell you why. Even after seeing the film. Aliens from outer space have now known that Superman died and they're sensing weakness on Earth and have decided to take this time to come and finish a job that they started many, many years ago and collect three boxes, stick them together and fuck the world up. Only Batman and his friends of super awesome Mega Men can help us. Superman, Seaman, the wonderful woman and Robot Boy. (laughs) Let's go into positives. Positives? Mr. Commons, what did you like about the film? Without going into spoilers, what did you like about this film? <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. I liked some things. To be honest, I was actually pleasantly surprised with some of the characters that I didn't think I was going to... Care about? Care about, but sort of did a bit more. Cyborg, I actually quite liked his character in the end of it. 
And also, he, the CGI on him wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that as well, actually. Considering even in the trailers, he looked a bit eh. Yeah. And everyone, from what I've read of other reviews before we went to see this, people had said that it wasn't very good. But it didn't look that bad. No, I didn't find it that bad at all. Mm. Um, and then also, like, well, actually, most of the characterization I kind of liked. Mm. Um, definitely did like Aquaman. I think Aquaman's pretty good. Um, do, you yeah. want us, do you want us to come back to you? Yeah, come back to me. Mr. <laughs> Johnson. Yes. What did you like? I liked quite a lot of things in this film, actually. Oh, you You're going to be very surprised. Um, Flash, for me, was my big takeaway from this film. Flash was very good in this film. The humour that he has bounced off really well with such dark themes that I did hear you laugh this a universe lot. has. Yeah, I think he worked really well. And I think his humour was really well written. Um, I, I, I wonder whether or not that some of his jokes were... Joss Whedon, or before that, yep. Schneider, but they were actually pretty good jokes. Uh, none of the Flash's jokes to me really felt that poor. There were a lot of things in this film, what people said, that wasn't good, but I'll save that for mm. negatives. Uh, but yeah, as a whole, I think he bounced off this film really well, and he worked to kind of cool down the very, very dark grungy film that this was yeah Yeah. you can see a lot of marvel in this film more than i think any other dc film we've had so far yeah um to the point where i would actually say this film to me was better than some marvel films have been okay not to say that it's as good as the good ones but yes i was pleasantly surprised okay um to the point where i would even say i enjoyed this movie more than I enjoyed Age of Ultron. Okay. Really? That's yes. fair enough. Oh, look, that, that's it. That's it. That's an opinion. Opinions as a like whole. As a whole. The thing is, the dips in this film... <laughs> didn't say anything about his opinion. I just said really. <laughs> no, no, but I'm just saying... Yeah. 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 That's my positive, though. The dips in this films, though, the things that it didn't do well, it did really poorly. Okay. So... We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. When it fucked Tom, up, it fucked real hard. Yeah. Can you think of anything you do like after? Well, I, I sort of just named the characterization. I think what, what I agree with everything Ian said about. Um, Most people do. <laughs> you threw a pin at me because I can't get it open. My hands are too sweaty. Mum's <laughs> uh, <Mom's> spaghetti. Mum's <laughs> spaghetti. But yeah, other than that, I'm trying to think of because I I did sort of. No, no, dude, you go, you go. Cool. All right. I actually, this is my favourite version of Superman that we've gotten in the DCEU. Okay, in the, I, in the I can see why you, yeah, why you feel like that because um, it did feel very much he was, like comic book. Superman. Yeah, it was comic book Superman. It wasn't mopey lion Superman and mm. so on and so forth. So it was my favourite version of Superman. Wonder Woman was awesome as well. She was there was no drop in her performance from Wonder Woman. I enjoyed Batman because I'm I'm a Batman fan, but Alfred was actually pretty good in this as well. Alfred had some sick burns in Alfred, there. <laughs> Alfred got some sweet burns in this. Um, and, of course, the Flash and Aquaman I really enjoyed. I liked sort of how Aquaman is the translation of sort of... Don't sniff... I thought you were going to sniff the pen. Um, Aquaman is the, the sort of the Justice League version of Thor, if you will. He is that broody, long-haired sort of like manly man. Um, but it, the, there is one particular scene in the film that I laughed pretty hard the first time I watched it, which I'll divulge into into spoilers um 
and The Flash. I thoroughly enjoyed The Flash. I wasn't sure when the trailers came out if I'd like um, Ezra Miller because I'm used to Grant Gustin as The Flash. Yeah. But I actually thoroughly enjoyed him. It was it was quite Yeah, funny. I wasn't sure either that I would like The Flash, but, uh, but he was, to me, the strongest part of this film. Mm. The interactions between The Flash and Superman I quite liked. That was really cool. And how Superman interacts with the team. I quite enjoyed that. Um... And I really, really enjoyed it's it's brief, but at the very start of the film, Gotham. Okay, yeah. How because it it, it's 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 Snyder's wor- it looks like Snyder's world, and it's that like CG and it's smoke coming out of the vents, but it works perfectly for Gotham. That like nighttime gothicy sort of look, that yeah. old nineteen thirties, nineteen forties look. That was really cool. Um, I like how they tied certain things in, which I'll go into in the spoiler section, um, and how they dealt with Superman, sort of because he died in Batman Superman. I sort of like that. Hmm. Mm, Negativitos, Tom. Is that going into spoilers? <laughs> Unless you want to try positives again. No. <laughs> um, I don't get me wrong. I did enjoy it to a certain degree. There's just nothing that I would say is necessarily positive. Positive, aside from the characterizations. Everything yeah. else is quite yeah. mediocre. I find in a lot of things. And That's fine. I don't think this is a spoiler thing, but I'd say from the very get go. CGI moustache was horrible. I only noticed it in two scenes. Yeah, but they it majorly affect what I was looking at. It made his entire face look CGI. Yeah, it yeah, looked yeah, stupid. Because yeah. um, it was and one of the instances, I just don't think it added anything to the film. And that is the very, very start of the film, the opening sequence with Superman. It wasn't on, recorded on a phone. It wasn't needed. It was not at all needed. In fact, it it messed up the pace. Of the opening of the film, mm. in my opinion, and okay. then and then going beyond that, also at the very start of the film, we had that, and then we had another scene which was Batman in Gotham. Yep, and I thought that entire scene was pointless. The Gotham scene, yes, yeah. okay. that entire scene, like the the first thing that I saw before the film, before it actually went into the Justice League sort of thing, mm. I just found as filler that wasn't required. Okay. Like, Although, it, it, in some instances, it was storyline required because it showed how Batman was chasing these things down and working out. Kind of, but it, but it also together. may have been I did not like the actor who was playing uh, a thug. Thug, yeah, thug he, number he was, one. He was not, his performance was not great okay. for that scene. Um, but the, I, didn't, the plot, I think it was the script of that opening scene as well, though. It was very corny line... But that, at the end of that, that went into the story, the title of the film, mm. yeah. and it felt very face-palmy to me. Um, I can't remember what the actual line he says is, but it's essentially just saying, Superman's dead, isn't he? And, like, look towards the camera. <laughs> and <laughs> Choose Superman flashbacks. And then from that, speaking of good things, what, what actually goes into after the... Um, oh, actually, I'll talk about that when we're in uh, spoiler territory. Yep. Um. Yeah, on the script in general, some of it was absolutely fine. There was a fair amount of cheese, la- like ladled around, just yeah. ladling, 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 yeah, ladle, 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 ladle. Um, and yeah, the plot was just a bit of a mess at times. Okay, that I found like I understand that you're introducing a lot of new characters. Um. And I actually think it did well for trying to introduce the amount of yeah. characters that it wanted at once. Yeah, but I think it did as well, considering. I feel like that was too big of an endeavour for them to be doing in the first place, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and towards the end of it, 
to me, it just seems like they were scenes that just weren't shot. And they were missing. Yeah. Okay. There would Did be cuts feel- from one thing to another, and you'd be like, surely there's something that was in between those two points. Yeah. It did feel harshly cut, the film, um, in the final fight, for some reason. It jumped around a lot. It didn't... I don't know. Yeah, it did feel like there were scenes just cut out. And one thing that I I was expecting to say is more of a negative than I actually thought it was, is I thought the CGI would have been more of a negative from what I actually had seen in the trailers, not just Cyborg, but also Steppenwolf and when... Uh, you see it in the trailers, so like the sort of the corruption sort of from the mother boxes. Mm, yeah. Um, I was expecting that to look a lot worse than it did. Well, it didn't look that bad. Mm. No, I think that's also because like when you're in the film, you stop noticing it because you've seen it the whole way through the film. Mm. And I think that's what uh, Marvel also kind of pulls off pretty well is in a lot of their trailers, they tend to avoid any risky CG by showing it in the trailers, they show a lot more of the tension of the storyline. And then yeah. you went to this where it showed you big CGI moments like Aquaman riding a bug down several floors of a building and jumping out and flicking his hair, which is a huge CG endeavour, which it could never fully pull off. Yeah. And it put that in the trailer, which is... A- I don't... Yeah, that shouldn't have been in the trailer, but I did enjoy that shot. Yeah, because, mm. like, when you're in the film, at that point, you're used to the certain feel and level of CG. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is there yeah. anything you didn't like as well, besides the CG and the I plot? I said, said I like the CG. I said the CG oh, sorry, sorry, the plot. I think the plot was just a bit of a mess. Um, the homages to the original theme songs of, like, Batman you and Superman... didn't like those. I did like them. I actually feel like they underused them. Mm. I th- I would have liked them more. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm in the middle ground. I liked it, and like I like the use, but I think if you overuse it, it'll just be like, well, it's not original. If that makes sense. Like but there, the- there were some Batman moments where they would throw the the '89 version and they'd slow it down Danny or like Elfman mix thing, it yeah. mix it into what's going on, and I'm like, that is fucking sweet. Like there's there's one particular scene where he's in a fight and he like just jumps out of the way, gets into something, and it's just the Batman theme as he gets into his vehicle and closes the door. And I'm like, sweet. Yeah, and but and then and then also for for me personally, there was never any moment or specific scene that I looked at that I stopped and went, "Fuck yeah!" There's the Justice League. Oh, yeah. like you get that with the Avengers when they all like circle around. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't you, that. You didn't get a hero shot. Yeah, yeah, you didn't get that. Which you did get hero shots, but they weren't in hero the, moments. Or they weren't everybody. Yeah, true. Yeah, you there get you get one at the end, and it's not as good as the Avengers. And there was that I'm. There was, they could have easily put that in when they're fighting Steppenwolf. They could have easily put yeah. in a shot when a particular character up. turns up. It would have been a perfect opportunity to go, fuck yeah, Justice League moment. Exactly. Yep. Which but it didn't. It just didn't have that at all, which yeah. I think is a shame. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. That's actually a good one. I didn't and think particularly of. when they were doing the reshoots, I think that that would have been something I would have gone, you'd think you'd go in and put that in particularly when you're literally pulling a director from Avengers who's coming to do the reshoots, you think he would have been like, hmm. that worked well. And one last thing I just want to touch on. Do you find this, the colour palette was very different in this? They I think flip it's and flop trying, sometimes. Yeah. I think well, it was hard because it did jump in certain sequences to the Aquaman verse and to the Wonder Woman Island. Amazonia. 
What's uh, Femascara, sorry. Thank Amazonia. you. Amazonia. Femascara. Yeah, Themyscira, and they have drastically different colour palettes, particularly Themyscira. But, but even like the um, not in their world, sort of the more human world sort of thing, I found yep. that they had relieved the uh, blue filter a little bit. It yeah, had I think they yeah. might have as yeah. well, yeah. to make it a little less dark. Yes. Because a lot of people did complain on and Batman Superman that it's like the constant blue filter over it. That it's too dark, it's too grungy, it's too sad. Yeah. It's mm. trying to be too artistic, I think, instead of just trying to make a enjoyable film. Negatives, Mr. Johnson. Unless you have any more negatives, Mr. Cummins. I'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> Wait for the spoilers. Um, yeah. In terms of the storyline, I agree with Tom. I'm not. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. um, I agree with Tom's points quite a lot, actually. I think it was, like I've said before, the ups were really quite good. But the drop points, I literally facepalmed about three times in this film. And that's not me going, literally, I actually slapped my forehead three times in this film. He did. <laughs> yes. Um, because there are just lines scattered in there that add no value to the script, pull me out of that film, just how bad they are. <laughs> it's just, why did someone think that would that was a good idea to put that line in? Just um, no, I don't think there was a specific line for that, was there? there was, I don't know. There was one for that, but that were pretty cheesy. Yeah, there were several. Yeah, there were several cheesy lines and cheesy shots, particularly towards the overly happy ending. Which I'm not, okay, I, I'm yeah, obviously not yeah. going to go into the detail because it's spoilers. But it did have an overly happy ending. Yeah, that okay. seemed extremely like just not appropriate, unnecessary. Okay. And, um, yeah, Batman should never smile. <laughs> that was weird. It had a campy, happy ending and a happy sequence when a particular character rocks up. And Batman has a specific shot that goes straight to Batman when this character rocks up. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And it goes to Batman. Batman cracks it like a fat smile. A huge, over the top fat smile. I'm not sure I noticed that. Oh, I, I hated that. it. I would have liked his, like, because Ben Affleck. Uh-huh. I would have just liked a nod. Ben a Affleck nod does a really good, good, like, you know, if you watch um, the Batman animated series, like, he does that smirk. Mm. Like, Ben Affleck can do mm. the Bruce Wayne smirk. If he did that, that would have been sweet. Even just, like, a, a smirk and a, a slight nod yeah. would have been appropriate for that scene. Nonchalant as fuck. Yeah. It's mm. not... It seemed like it, for a second he forgot the character is that he's playing. Mm. Batman is not that character. Fair enough. Um... And yeah, the, the, I think t- that touches on a big tonal problem that it still has in this universe. Don't get me wrong; I think this is a huge step forward for the DC universe. In my opinion, I think this was definitely headed in the right direction. I heard a review today, and it's th- this film for for this particular reviewer is this movie is a handbrake turn for the step of the direction that the DC movie is going in. So it was going bad, and then Wonder Woman corrected its course. Now it's handbrake turning in that course. If that mm. makes sense. One thing I do want to quickly mention, just because you just reminded me then. Um, like, I, I actually really like Ben Affleck as Batman. Mm-hmm. I know I like his Batman and I like his Bruce Wayne. Um, however, oh, actually, no, this is a spoiler thing. Never mind. Continue. Wait for later. Let me write it down. Give me the pen. Give me the pen. Oh, Give me the pen. Yeah. pen. Well, I told you my hands are too sweaty to open it. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. Um, yeah, so I think tonally it's still trying to find its footing, but it is a step in the right direction, which I'm happy about. It just still, at points, didn't know when 
to be over the top happy and when to just show happiness. Yep. It it couldn't find the right middle ground. I think that's why we get all these face palm moments. It's just because those moments don't fit with the tone of the film. Fair enough. Duty? Um, I personally wasn't a fan of all the locations that they're that they're in, they're in Metropolis and Gotham and stuff. It's all CG. Yeah, I would have liked them, especially. There's one scene we've we've seen in the trailer where they're all like it's Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and Flash all lined up, and you can tell they're in front of the Superman monument, Metropolis. And if that was on a street, or like in an actual city, and yeah. not in a green screen, that would have been awesome. Like I understand you need to have some things on a green screen. Like you couldn't have you know some of the fights in the Avenger films mm-hmm. in real locations. You have to use screen. But when an Avenger film is filming. They block off streets and they film in the street and, you know, people take photos of an Iron Man armor moving through the street or something. I would have liked this film to have more locations. It just felt like it was on a giant green screen. Yeah, it did. And to some yeah. points where I actually, almost, I think one of my many face palms was mm. actually a shot of a character and behind them was a sunset and it, and it just, everything looks so fake yeah. that it pulled me out of the film. Yeah, I think I, I think I know what you're talking about. And, yeah. and some of the locations were like, this would have been perfect if this was just... You know, the two actors and an actual location and the camera is just standing still and the camera's yeah. not moving and it's just dialogue. It would have been better, but it just seemed there was too much green screen. Mm. Um, Character dialogue in general, now that you mentioned dialogue, it's still very hit and miss for Schneider, I think. I, I just don't think he should be writing scripts. <laughs> well, <laughs> Look, I don't actually... I'm starting to not hate the directing style so much. Um, mm, I don't know if writing. that could have helped with the editing... Afterwise, not done by him, but yeah, some of the dialogue is just not good. Um, I don't want to see a Zack Snyder cut, though. That a lot of, actually, that mm. a lot of people are petitioning for uh, uh, when it comes out on home release that there is an extended version of Zack Snyder's edition or something. And yeah. it most likely will be. We've had extended for pretty much everything except Wonder Woman. But Stephen Wolf, I would have liked an actual human actor. Could have kept because. In the yeah. book, Stefan Wolf, he's, he's got a helmet and his armor, but he's got a, he's he's a humanoid. humanoid and he has a beard. Like, just actually have an actor. I reckon CG, with a CG set and a CG villain and one character, Cyborg, being CG, there's too much CG on screen at once. Yeah, I'd agree with that. This Having an actual human actor would have been better. And then you could have had, because you have scenes of the, the bad guy, you know, killing people and interrogating people and, and, and being a general bad guy. And that would have drawn the scene together, having it be an actual person. Like, yeah. there's one scene where a hostage gets picked up by the villain, and I'm like, that looks that looks bad. Like, the uh, hostage being picked up. I'm like, that looks bad. Would have been better if the villain was... Yeah, he could have been tall or whatever, but it was an actual... The actual actor. But the thing that I don't get with these companies, right, is they get so much backlash when there's all this CG. Why do they keep doing it? Yeah. Who knows? Why, Ian? But also, all, the, all the villains, besides Michael Shannon, have been... Um, giant CG villains, and but mind you, this villain is not as bad as the Enchantress from Suicide Mike? Squad. Who? Michael Shannon played Zod. Oh, right, right, right. All the other villains have been like big hulking things or big CG villains. Doomsday, Ares. I actually think Ares, when he was in his final form, looked worse than Enchantress did. You reckon? Yeah, I was not a fan in the slides. Wonder Woman as a whole was. The, the don't mis- get me wrong, a much the, better film. It would have been Hades would have been a lot better without the mustache. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the mustache was a bit ridiculous. What are you saying about the mustache? <laughs> DC and mustaches. Let's not get started. Um, yeah, the plot was also. It wasn't. It wasn't overly bad. Like it's. It's not as bad as the plot of Suicide Squad. Mm. Um, but at I least would, this was a coherent plot. It was a coherent plot. It was an easy, coherent sort of plot for me to understand. Um, Cyborg, he was too mopey for me. 
Because I'm used to seeing Cyborg in the Teen Titans, that cartoon show. He's like, he's a happy... Like, yeah, of course, he's lost his arms and his legs and he's half a robot like Darth Vader sort of thing. But he just seemed like a mopey emo teenager, to me at least. Like, he's yeah, yeah. And then when you get the fight in, he starts pulling some one-liners and stuff like that. He started off too mopey and too yeah. drab for me. But after he accepts that he's cyborg, he becomes all... Booyah! Booyah. Um, at least they yeah. did have some significant character transformation for the films which was good to see yes yes shall we is there anything else anyone wants to bring up before we go into spoilers no 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 I think there's Bueller yeah Bueller Bueller alright spoiler spoilers is. spoilers there's some spoilers ahead <laughs> well that woke me up <laughs> Tom what's your spoilers first up so I'll go back to that point that I was mentioning just before as Ian was speaking stop fighting Ian <laughs> don't draw attention to it it's a podcast um, he invited everyone at home. Oh, no. Every time, every time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Batman seems to have a death wish. Yeah. Which I don't particularly like. Yeah, point. Point taken. Yeah. Um, I feel like he should be more strategic and making up other plans as opposed to I'm going to just I'm gonna make this noise and drive over there. They're I, not going to know what I'm doing. I'm going to yeah. make it clear. I thought that was smart, though. Like, I, I like that that was... It's a little thing in the... In but the f- every, every other vehicle he has can be driven by Alfred. Why couldn't the car be driven by Alfred? True. That's a good point. Maybe he didn't tell Alfred about it. <laughs> Alfred, I, I don't want to do but that. But that, that's a death wish then. That, that is literally him trying to kill himself because he could have been able to... Yeah. It's also, yeah, a bit of like a... Uh, so this particular scene, the, at this very, very start of the film in Gotham, Batman figures out that when he grabs a parademon, and some s- siren noise goes off and it cause the parademon to essentially go away. So he uses that s- sound to call parademons at the end battle fight so all the parademons go to Batman to allow the rest of the league to just go straight to the boxes you issue. And the, the league... Box, the box. The box. Uh, and the league goes and helps Batman from essentially killing himself. Uh, I didn't mind that element of the story. I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't think it... But, like, as I said just said before, like, all these other things are automated. Surely Alfred could have been dri- driving that with the sound and he didn't need to be there at all. Like, he seems to be... And he says it himself, that he'd rather himself die, like, he'd give up his life for Superman and all that sort of thing. And, like, I understand that he's meant to be sort of this selfless character, but I think he ne- it needs to be smarter about the way that he's going about things. And I just yeah, think I that... Agree. He doesn't come across as a very intelligent character in this film. He mm. does just kind of rely on big guns and doesn't really bring much else to the team. Well, he seems to be an ex- exceptional mechanic. Mm. Yeah. The one but- thing that, that did cross my mind with Batman was th- that Batman wants to use the... Because there's three mother boxes, the Amazonians, the Atlanteans, and the humans. He wants to use the human mother box to bring back Superman. I thought it should be Wonder Woman who thinks of that idea and Batman's, no, that's a bad idea. That's, that's, that's using other technology we don't know that could possibly harm us. When he in Batman Superman is going, Superman is evil, we need to kill Superman. Like, I understand he feels bad and that essentially he killed Superman. That, you know, he feels guilty for it. But I don't think he should go like, well, if there's, a, if there's a chance that we can bring Superman back using technology, we don't know. We should do it. And I'm like, mm, that doesn't seem like a Batman move. A Batman move would be like, there has to be some other way. There is no other way. Okay, we have to do it. Yeah, that's true. Any other mm. spoiler things you want to talk about, Tom? Um, a lot of, you had a lot of notes on spoilers, isn't it? I, have, I haven't got any notes. Six notes on spoilers. Go. <laughs> Those aren't notes. 
Um, Look, Ian is a penis. Oh. Uh, I couldn't determine what to call him, so it just says Ian is a. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Insert verb here. Opposite. Um. Yeah. Well, well, one of the concerns I sort of have now. Now, I'm not. I can't see where this DCEU is actually going in future. Okay. But based off what Batman versus Superman did, how they had the sort of injustice storyline, and there was rumours that they were going to down that path. Don't going down that path. One of the things I must say from this, Henry Cavill playing evil, like when he first comes back, yeah, and he's he meant to be, he, he doesn't know who he is. I don't think that man can play evil. No, no I, I don't think no, so. No, that was re- I found that really bad. I found him really like, especially no. that one like Crap. when Batman comes out and Superman starts walking towards Batman to go get him, and Wonder Woman stops him, and they do the little headbutt thing. I love that, like, Batman headbutts Wonder Woman, she headbutts back, and then he just, like, lifts himself up and smashes her into the ground. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's brutal Superman. No, strength. but it wasn't yeah, but it wasn't that. Wasn't that. Really it was his acting. face. Yeah. When got that's the CG face. Shots. That's the mustache no. CG. No, I don't think no. that was. It's just that was mustache not, CG. I'm, it's not him all, being able to act as a villain. <laughs> that's his mustache acting CG, was not I good. Uh, maybe it w- but also, maybe it was. Maybe it was. That's where that, I maybe thought that Maybe that added to it. I think you think it was good because of what he was doing as a CG headbutting someone no, his, whereas his actual the, acting the close up of his face villain. when he grabs Batman is this mustache CG I'm telling you right now I'm not talking about it's why that, his lip is I'm just talking about that whole scene as a whole even when he first stands there on that like stone pedestal kind of area yeah is bad it just does not suit I thought it was awesome no it didn't no, work I, I wasn't for it and also I would have liked something greater with Superman coming life back to life yeah he something kind of- grander it's a big like I, they made his death a little thing mm. they should have made his ring like his rebirth a big thing one thing yeah. i will say is when you die your hair still grows i would like to come back with a beard <laughs> like he's only back for that you know when he comes back and, and well, fights cons- everyone he considering he doesn't even come back wearing the suit he was wearing when he was put into the water <laughs> yeah his shirt's gone and his tie's gone and his jacket's gone and his shoes are gone That's yes cool. he comes back <laughs> Showing a lot of abs. <laughs> yeah, that okay. That is weird. Yeah, he loses. I, he loses all his clothes except his pants. I do find it weird though as well. That scene where Superman <laughs> comes back, Aquaman does nothing. Like Wonder Woman, kind of the tries. Wonder Woman like tries to use the rope and like calm him down. Flash tries to out like go in real fast, and Superman Which is can re. Actually, a good scene. Though. That actually was good. Like Superman's eyes following Flash. Yeah. Because wh- when I watched that film for the first time, I was with uh, a friend of ours and my wife, and like when Flash goes fast, I'm like, this is going to be sweet. Because I'm aware that Superman can react in super speed. And they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah, one of his speeds, one of his powers is he has super speed, just not yeah. as fast as, as the Flash. And when he goes to hit him, you can see that he's not fast enough to hit the Flash, but it yeah. freaks him out. I think they did that bit really well. Mm. And yeah. they used the John Williams Superman theme as well during that, did they? During that moment. Yeah, he mm. tries to hit. But um, Aquaman doesn't do anything. Like I was, exp- I would have loved to see, and I don't know if it is. He the- tried. He I'd- did try, but it was yeah. just not. That's one of the things good. that I thought. I thought that Superman wasn't that much stronger than all of them. Superman is is the 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 strongest of all of them, but he's just a straight up brawler. He's not technically smart. He's like if I tried to punch Ian. Ian yeah, but I, yeah, I, I didn't think. Yeah, I agree with Tom. I didn't think he was like the way he's displayed in this movie is that he is stronger than. All of them Combined. by a miles, mm. and you can see that. And we're in spoiler territory now, where he just beats the shit out of Steppenwolf way too easily, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I thought Wonder Woman particularly would be able to put up a bit more of a fight. But yeah, Aquaman, Woman- Aquaman seemed extraordinarily weak. Mm. Well, well, yeah, Wonder Woman didn't really want to fight him. Wonder Woman wants to calm him down. Yeah. But then, like, I, I actually quite like that scene where the, the four of them are lined up and Superman uses his X-ray vision and sees that Aquaman is freaking out because... And then, like, it's a close-up of Momoa going, um, he's not right. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. But, like, from what I'm aware of the comics, is Aquaman's trident. Now, I don't know if it's his actual trident or it's just a weapon he's been given. Can pierce Superman's skin. I would have liked to have seen, like... Aquaman goes in, hits him with the trident in the ad. trident that isn't a trident. Well, it's not his... It's not the trident that controls the sea. It just looks like it's a normal trident. But it's not a trident. It's a pitchfork. Exactly. Tridents have three prongs. It has five. It has five, yeah. Yeah. Weird. People were losing their minds on the internet. Were they? Oh, my God. But, but yeah, I would have liked to see the like, trident stab Superman, yeah. a bit of blood or something come out or something. That would have been interesting. But like, also, also, just quickly on what you were saying before, where you were referring to the Superman-Steppenwolf fight. Mm. So, that cut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's That's, talk about Oh, yeah. Cut. This is that cut. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, this, this was the big one that points out to me. So, there's a point where they're down in the bottom level. Cyborg is trying to separate the United Mother Boxes. Yeah. They're level, he's level Su- above. Superman, yeah. like, uppercuts him, right? Steppenwolf or something or like he punches, he punches him, him. In, into a wall or whatever and then it cuts the cyborg's face of cyborg going Superman and then it cuts again and turns to the other side and it just has Superman just pop into frame instantly and this is while he was while yeah. I was still under the belief he was fighting still Steppenwolf, fighting Steppenwolf yeah. he's, he's sort of like yes how can I help yeah <laughs> was he yeah yeah they didn't really show him journey from one place to another but it didn't show anybody else occupying steppenwolf's attention it just yeah, it just had what, yeah wonder woman and aquaman were solely fighting steppenwolf not at that point superman was fighting steppenwolf punches him basically yeah through a punches wall him, cuts the cyborg cyborg is, is this when superman first arrives or when he says this is when they separate some other boxes yeah yeah no but isn't is this where superman first arrives like it's like Cy- uh, uh, steppenwolf has like cyborg in the air rips off his leg and then Superman it's arrives. After that, no, bit. it's after that. After it's that whether bit, yeah. actually, like when he puts his hands in the mother boxes and separates them. Yeah, it's the scene immediately before yeah, that. Yeah, it's it doesn't. The problem is, it just like it's cut out a little bit where it just shows Superman journey to him, which would have been fine. Either that or just a whoosh, like yeah. that the the wind sound effect or something. Yeah, because Superman like they're in the middle and of the showing, fight. but you also had to show where Steppenwolf was and that he wasn't, you know. Following him, it just and also they and then they compl- they seem to completely forget about him for like a solid minute because mm. they separated the mother boxes and then that, <laughs> that scene doesn't go for that long when you watch it a second time it goes for about seven seconds. It felt yeah, it cuts, felt like a long very it felt like a long time where yeah. they forgot about Steppenwolf. <laughs> what I what I did really enjoy was when Superman rocks up and he knocks Steppenwolf through a couple of walls or something, and Bat and he says, "What's the situation of Batman?" And he's like, "We got to protect." cyborg because he's separating the mother boxes and superman goes they're civilians and batman tries to go the flash is handling it and superman fucks off to save them that is what superman would do yeah which i quite like and the whole thing of he separates the mother boxes and then he's laughing with cyborg i'm like it superman's the boy scout he's like he's the big brawler but then when the danger is gone he's a kid again like i I like that sort of dynamic this is my favorite version of superman he is the 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 cheesy. Do you but think corny he was too much stronger than Steppenwolf? I would have liked to seen because that it, was a big point that I didn't like was that he came and then just could have beat the shit through just him. Just beat the shit through him without a single fight. Really. I would have liked to see a scene from 
a ho- like a homage thing from Avengers Age of Ultron when they're fighting Ultron and it's Iron Man shooting his, his hands, Thor with the lightning and, vo- mm. and Vision with the beam and they all line up and they're all attacking him at once and yeah. it's got the theme music. Something like that where like yeah. Wonder Woman's got him held down with a rope, Aquaman is, I don't know, fucking through the trident at him. Like a thing that like brings everyone doing some, some form of damage to Stephanie. Yeah, even if they had, they had a sequence in this final fight pretty much right at the end to fi- finish him off, mm. which was... Um, Superman using his cold breath to freeze the axe. First time and then, in the DCEU he's yes, used it as well. Was. I, I wasn't was sure good. about that. I thought it was good, but I don't know. Considering it hadn't been shown before, it was a bit weird to just throw it in. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. he did the cold breath and then Wonder Woman cut it in half. That would have been perfect <laughs> if that was in the middle of all the Justice League. And then you could have had the hero shot that we talked about earlier. And you get your final shot where they're all, as a team, beating mm. up the villain. And then they can still end it the way they had it by the bugs coming in. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I just yeah. needed to have all of them surrounding him as a shot, I think. And symbolically saying... Where the Justice where League. Where the Justice League. Yeah. I think that's what it was missing, that. One thing I really did like, and friend of friends of ours pointed out when the scene happened, what did you think of the, the Lord of the Rings-esque history of Steppenwolf? With the Atlanteans, the Amazonians, everyone like fighting together on a big field, and um, the Green Lantern appearing. Look, I liked it, but it didn't feel like something that could have happened. I feel like <laughs> they could have used that at the start of the film, yeah, like as like Lord of the Rings does that with with the the Battle of Sauron sort of thing. It could have been Wonder Woman sort of narrating over that fight to explain who Steppenwolf is. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that, that I don't know. That's, might have worked, that yeah. scene concerned me a lot when I saw a little bits of it in the trailer, but it was didn't wasn't that. It wasn't bad in there. Yeah, I was just I was sitting there just watching the guy shooting lightning, going, "Who's that?" that I, I'm thinking that's that era's version of Shazam. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's my what thought thinking. was. Yeah, there is a dude who's bulky, he's covered in lightning, and he shoots lightning at Stephen Wolf, and I'm like, I'm thinking that Shazam, or like a, a version of that era Shazam would have mm. been cool because it's it's ages ago in, in relation to the timeline if that was The Rock and that was Black Adam because Black Adam was a hero of his time that would have okay. been cool yeah and there was a Green Lantern that was pretty fucking stoked yeah I bet you were it was but cool also one, one, uh, one of the things just that I did also have an issue with is so the mother boxes had been quiet for thousands of years yeah is mm. that what they said yeah 5,000 years, I think it was. And they waited for the... And it was like, oh, waited for the Kryptonian to be defeated before they called yeah. out to him. But there was... Dude, dude's like 30. It's like 30 years. 30-something years. Yeah, what was happening before that? Yeah. Why, why, why'd it wait for this guy who's been there for 30 years well, that- who's actually been saving the world for like two, three? Yeah. That's also the thing as well. Like it's there's there. Uh, this is the Rogue One effect as well. There are scenes in the trailer that aren't in the movie. There are lines in the trailers that aren't in the movies, and they make a reference in the trailer saying there's no lanterns here. So, some super fucking fan nerd is going to go. Well, there was a lantern occupying Earth before Superman was Superman. But there was no lantern there at that time, though. The time yeah, is coming now. Yeah, yeah. They make no reference of of that except for in that little flashback battle thing which, which I would say would mean that they'd have to do an origin story if they end up bringing a Green Lantern in again let's do another origin I was I was honestly expecting before this film came out that Abin Sur rocks up to help and then he dies fighting Steppenwolf and then his ring flies off his finger and that's it but very strange mm. are there any other things you want to talk about in spoilers before moving on 
I've brought up too many, I think. <laughs> Time for other people's turn. Uh, I just wanted to say, in terms of the ending, and I did mention it before, the oh, overly yes. happy ending. Yes. Once Stephen the final Wilson. battle happens... Rainbows, all... lollipops and... Yes. It was like <laughs> yeah. a sunny day when they all walk outside and then all the goo from the dead bugs turned into plant matter and alien pretty flowers and they yeah, all that was a bit weird, I will held say. hands and sung kumbaya at the end that was a bit weird i will say it was not just a bit weird it was unnecessary last completely. thing i want to bring up before we go to the reviews end credit scene what do we think so the very end the very, there was the mid credit scene where it's superman versus the flash in a race which is uh reminiscent of a comic book um which is funny because it uses jokes and quips from the events of the film uh and then the very last one is it's essentially uh the the security are letting you know the inmates mm. of arkham go out to lunch or exercise or whatever and luther refuses to get out of his cell and he's facing the wrong way the guard walks in realizes it's not luther it's just some insane guy in a straitjacket and we find out luther is out of arkham and he's bringing villains together and the first one we see is deathstroke a pretty cool looking deathstroke if you ask me as well yeah. And he says, why can't we form a league of our own? And it ends. Well, who was the actor that was playing Deathstroke there? Joe Manganiello, the bad guy from Spider-Man 1. Yes. And Magic Mike. He's in Magic Mike. Spider-Man Spider-Man 1? Man 1? You know, in Spider-Man 1, uh, Flash Thompson, the, the guy who dates oh, Mary right. Jane, he tries to do the fist fight. I wouldn't call him the bad guy. The bad guy. He he's a bad guy in Spider-Man 1. <laughs> he's a naughty, naughty Jesus. boy. He's a naughty boy, but yeah, yes. he's in Spider-Man he looks 1. So, yeah, yes, yes. And um, really we have spoken enough. about the fact that he would be playing Deadpool. Uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke, thank you, fuck. Um, but he looks so much like Deathstroke from the Arrowverse like, Mom as soon as I saw him, I'm like, is that the set? Did they My wife thought it was, it would be Manu Bennett for a split second. She's like, it's not going to be him. I'm like, it's not going to be him. No, it's, and I, I, the costume, of course, because it's a movie costume, looks a shitload better than the television. Yeah, but he looks so much I mean, like him as well. It looks pretty similar, I do think. It does look better. But mm. It looks I a mean, lot like I mean, the Arkham, the Arkham also, one. Also, I think the Deathstroke's somebody who has to look like that anyway. Otherwise, people will lose their minds. You can't really go yeah. too imaginative with it. But yes, but what, like, do we, what do we think of, <laughs> of uh, Lex Luthor bringing together villains from I think essentially other characters? The problem I had with this is they didn't... It seemed like they had two different ideas for what they wanted... Sorry. No, no, no. I'm okay. Yeah, that they wanted to do for sequels because they had um, mentioned... Yes. Um, that Wind he, up penguins. No. <laughs> they had mentioned um, that Steppenwolf himself mentioned that he was working with uh, worship um, dark side worship dark side you hear it once he never repeats yeah. it again it's kind of weird i would have liked more alluding but to yeah, dark side exactly yeah i would have as well but it did for those who know of dark side and everything it, that would have been the assumption that that was going towards dark side and then it seemed weird to have your post credit sequence right. look Exactly, like it. It wasn't Dark Side. It was therefore going into going into an evil Justice League, the yes. Injustice League, or the Secret Society, or whatever. Whichever avenue they go with, yes. Ooh, so ooh. it seemed like they didn't really question. Know. Yes, Haven't we already got a league of villains in that universe? Yes, it's called the, the, the some kind of Suicide Squad. The suicide Squad. I know it's different. I know it's yeah. different. They're, they're different. <laughs> But still, and also after show, you showing me that picture of the Arrowverse one, it's um, quite different. I'm not wearing hockey pants. I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> but yeah, um, following that, would you li- is there any villains that you'd like to see go into the Injustice League or the Legion of Doom or whatever they decide to call themselves? 
Would you like yeah, to see? Judy, it? Who would you like to see? You, you seem to be asking all these questions because I'm running the show. As well. well, how about you run the show? Go on. No, I'm good. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, <laughs> you even, seem even, to be running the show, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> even though this scene is ten seconds, would you say that we actually see Luther? He didn't seem crazy. He's like he dialed back on the crazy. Like he's just drinking. Yeah, he went into millionaire mode. I think yeah. they're trying to do some uh, damage control there. I think yeah. they did it with Luther, and I also think they did it with Cyborg, because at the end of the film, Cyborg changes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like he accepts that he is Cyborg, and his, his outfit retroactively changes. But on. I wouldn't be surprised if they have it changed to something that they can do not using CG. Mm. Yeah, I fucking I reckon so. that's what they've done. They've but that's, there, was, there was also a massive complaint that Cyborg looked like a fucking Transformer before it scans a vehicle. Which is what I reckon they're doing. They're changing yeah. him so he doesn't look like that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, villain-wise, I don't know. I'd, I'd I, don't, like... I feel like... I'm sorry. I'd, I feel like I don't know enough DC villain to kind of comment on it. That's fair enough. So, uh, the only one I really know of is... Like the Joker and stuff like that. Yeah, more Batman-sided villains, which would not work in the slightest, really. Yeah, I have to say, pretty much my knowledge of villains is Batman villains and Spider-Man villains. Mm. They're the two best rogues galleries out of the yeah. dependent properties. So, who has been in comic book-wise? Well, you've got a uh, Superman villain. One of them is Metallo, who's sort of similar to a cyborg guy, but he runs on kryptonite. Okay. So, like, if Superman tries to get close to him or beat him up, you've seen in Smallville, he opens up his chest. There's kryptonite in his chest. Um, you'll get Bane Bane sometimes in sort of a legion of, of villains you'll get Mr. Freeze Catwoman all that sort of rogues gallery you'll sometimes get Sinestro you'll sometimes get Black Adam it all depends on what's going on in everyone's world at the same time okay mm. but Sinestro maybe Sinestro would be cool but you need um, you need a lantern before you do yeah, Sinestro yeah exactly because how the fuck Mr. Are you Freeze fight? maybe could work I'd like to see a good I Mr. Think, Freeze yeah exactly and I feel like nah, it, bring Arnie back I feel like a Mr. Freeze would work well against the levels of characters, like the power levels that we have at the moment. Obviously, he's not going to be able to step up against a Superman, but I think he would actually stand a decent chance. Him against Batman. Against Flash or Batman. Oh, Fla- Captain Cold then, you did. Because Captain Cold is more no, powerful like than the Flash. No. Like uh, then Mr. Freeze. Nah, Mr. Freeze. Captain Cold is lame. Yeah. He wears a Parker. <laughs> a Peter Parker. <laughs> His gun is better than Mr. Freeze. Anyway, he wears shall a parka we and sunglasses. Film. Let's review, review the it. film. Yes. Tom. Oh, she said that loud. Tom! Ah! Ow. <laughs> My freaking ears! My freaking ears! <sighs> Alright. Alcoholic beverage. Ian is a. <laughs> <laughs> good note. Good I'm night. a Simpson. Uh, yeah, so what, what, what I'm going to give this here. And it had no inspiration at all from what the drink that Ian was drinking earlier. <laughs> oh, what was the drink? It's a vodka Red Bull. Okay. Okay. Maybe because, look, I, I enjoy a vodka Red Bull. They're quite nice. They're not really my favourite drink, but I'll, I'll drink them. I'll drink them. They, they have a bit of an energy kick to them, so they've got lots of things happening, lots of excitement. Like, it gets you grooving, gets you up, gets you dancing. Grooving in a But it's, it's a definite piece. lack of... Focus because that mm. mixture of alcohol and Red Bull sort of blurs yes. your vision, takes you out of things, and it's just it's not as focused and as. Um, I think that's a good summary. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a good point. It, the film very much was like that. It it plays on the look at all the fanciness that's happening, but it misses all the very important plot notes to tick. And yeah, you're right. It doesn't Ex- have the exactly. focus. Exactly. Reviewed. 
Well cool. done, Tom. Mr. Johnson? I similarly are picking a vodka drink, but I am picking a drink of vodka orange juice. Okay. Also, not something I would normally drink. Um, because it wasn't done that well. Screwdriver. <laughs> Thank you. Um, a rusty nail. A apple tingy, if you might say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, vodka orange juice, but... The problem I'm having with this is it's extremely pulpy. So you're drinking a drink, (laughs) and every now and then you're like, it's not that bad, but then mm, there's a lump there, mm, there's a lump there, to the point where it's a bit too lumpy and you can't quite enjoy it. I like pulp. (laughs) Not this much pulp. A lot of pulp. (laughs) So, like, the drink itself, you're, you're drinking, and you're like, you know, this is okay, but, like, every now and then something takes you out from enjoying the drink. Okay. A piece, a lump. I like that analogy. Yeah, it's good. It's good. We've done well so far. Pressure's on you, Duty. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Um, uh, I know what's coming. Yeah. It's not a white Russian. Oh, wow. It's not a white Russian. Now, uh, if if you would say a white Russian is my my 10 out of 10, would you not not agree? Yeah. Yeah. When we're at... Mr. Johnson might be able to answer this question. When we're at drinking, if I'm not drinking a white Russian, what's something I generally tend to order first off bat or maybe second off bat? Uh, Why are you batting so often? Yeah, some Batman, some yeah. sort of. Um, what do I order? Don't look at me. Fancy <laughs> beer. Yeah, close. Keep rolling on that train of thought. Guinness. Yes, I'm giving this a Guinness. I know him better than you do. Well, <laughs> have him. <laughs> Should have had a Guinness. Guess, a Guinness. That's a that's a pretty friendly review. Um, look. So if if the things that were changed in this film, I don't think would be. I wouldn't change a lot. I'd change that Stefan, Stefan Wolf is, is an actual actor-actor, not a CG character. I'd change the locations to be real-life locations with less CG. Sure, Cyborg needs to be CG. And change some things here and there. But overly, I wouldn't change too much. The score was good. Some of the actors... The score was actually, yeah, quite good. Uh, Batman, yeah. the Trinity act, uh, characters were great. Aquaman, he didn't do that much. But yeah, I felt he didn't do enough. I liked him on screen. And the scene I liked is when he is saying, hey, we're all going to die. You have no powers. You trip yeah. over your own feet. You're a babe. Like, oh, yeah. And you realize he's sitting on the... the oh, I forgot to truth. mention all the fucking low camera angles. Every oh, time, I hated that. Every time behind Wonder Woman. Yeah, that was... Oh, so in front of Wonder Woman. In fr- when Wonder Woman picks up the guard from the bank when they rob the bank, yeah. you, j- you see straight up the I'm fucking... I'm starting to think yeah. it's a Zack Snyder thing, to be honest with you, because we had the same problem with Batman, Batman Superman, Superman with all the low shots and everything with Wonder but Woman. Not but in the not Wonder in the Wonder Woman film. Yeah. I was actually... I think Zack Snyder is a bit of a dirty perv, and I don't quite that- like... It. And yeah. Wonder Woman's outfit when she speaks to Cyborg the first time, it's an open jacket and the top starts in the middle of her mm. torso. And I'm like, mm, it's a bit too like it's all lower angles and it's a lot of cleavage. Yeah, I feel like it was a bit too Zack much. Snyder is a little bit. Mm. That's look, that's my point yeah. of view. But when Wonder Woman in could be uh, the cinematographer, like I'm just talking yeah. conclusions here. But a lot of downward shots for Wonder Woman. I've yeah, a lot of uh, tight, dark. Leather pants, pants and yeah. then low camera angles There's of butt taking up like 50% of the screen yeah. and then someone else's face. Gal Gadot is a very, very pretty, but you don't need to have a leather pants and that is the center attention. Is Yeah, she's so pretty anyway. You don't need to be fucking... you got a beautiful having... voice. Yeah. She's awesome. Um, she was very good in this film. Yes, so it's a Guinness. There are some things I would change about it, that being some of the shots from Wonder Woman, thank you. But Aquaman didn't do that much. Like, he was awesome and he was a brawler mm. and he did some damage and stuff, but he didn't have a... Power? Like, you don't see him talk to yeah. fish. 
He didn't seem to do said, much except stop water. He seemed to indicate that he can't talk to fish. That, he that speaks he through the, the water. He reads the currents. Yeah, and he, he goes through the water. But other than that, like he is a fish out of water. Also, how do we feel about him not actually wow. swimming? He sort of like flies underwater. I, I thought that's kind of cool. I didn't mind it. I'm just worried about how... How do you have... Like, the only way the they dialogue. had dialogue was by having this air bubble that was created by... Mira. Mira. I yeah, said Hera I was, from... Mm. Yes. So, I'm wondering how this Aquaman movie is going to work, because it seems like it's going to struggle to have dialogue. We didn't really Ooh. see much of Atlantis, pretty we much anything. We see a little bit, not much. Um, so, Some I scenes was were kind cut. of... Some scenes were cut from Atlantis. Was it? Yeah, okay. a lot of... A lot I was kind cut. of expecting maybe Atlantis to be a giant air bubble kind of city, something, so that, that way you can have dialogue. Like, Ulabongo. It's a hidden city. It's a sacred place. Something like that. Oh, I have to come. How the hell are you going to have you a city? happy here. How are you going to have a city of people in an Aquaman movie? Boom, the none of, them, none of them can talk. How are you going to do that? I don't know. It's. I found that very odd that they weren't able to talk and did the bubble thing. I, we just. We. But it's, I think it's also that's the first time that. Arthur Curry goes to Atlanta. He sees a dead body and he goes and investigates it. Because hey, that's want the- to see a dead body. <laughs> hey, kid, want to see a dead body? Um, it's the first time he goes there because Mira's like, you're finally here. In comics sort of and cartoons, what what does Atlantis look like? How do they have conversation underwater? Um, it's just speech bubbles. So, like normal we, comic just, books? <laughs> 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 hey, oh. got a comic book that just opens up and reads but it But, like, too. if you're... <laughs> Doing that, so you're assuming that they can talk through water. Yeah, they can just speak That's underwater. How they're doing yeah. it. And is that how they do it in the cartoon TV shows? Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, so they talk through the water. Like someone like which say, is just just does not translate to film very well. Like Superman or something like that. I'm yeah. thinking Air Bubble City. That's my that's my vote. Air Bubble City. I should have made them just have, be able to be telepathic. I would have liked to seen a shark. A shark would have been cool. Maybe. A shark would have been shark? like scary. Yeah. But yes, um, I'm giving yeah. I'm giving this a Guinness. Um, I enjoyed the film. There are some things I would change here and there, but I walked out of this going, you know what? I'm proud to be a DC fan. Like, yes, it's not amazing as like Avengers and Guardians and stuff, but it is a turn in the right direction. Yeah, I agree with and that. And it's not man. just a it's a shit film, and it's pointing in the right direction. Like, go, it will go, but it's it's, it's gone down that street a little bit. It's going in the right direction. It's still not quite a good movie. Well, like Age of Ultron, I walked out going that was not good, and this was slightly better than that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you can you can rate this to Age of Ultron similarly enough. I still actually like. I know you were saying, Duty, before the film that somebody else liked Batman versus Superman more than this one. Mm. I liked Batman versus Superman more than this. Nah. Yeah, but this person said that this film is awful and Superman is awful and this Batman is awful and everything in this film is awful. I I think this was miles better than Batman Superman. I wouldn't say it was awful, but I actually quite enjoyed Batman vs Superman. Like I can't put the my extended p- cut's good. I like the extended cut. The I extended cut is significantly better than the other one, and anybody who says it's not, I didn't think is it was a liar. Enough I better. Will pinch your bollocks. I didn't say it wasn't better. Anyway, fellas, both of them. Enough. No, both of them at the same my time. Precious antique balls, fellas. We've reviewed Wonder Woman. Pinchy, pinchy. Yes. We've reviewed <laughs> Batman Superman. We've reviewed pretty much everything in the DC universe now because we've we have to. But you know what? Speaking of review, we have a new one. Ooh. We received a new review in the week. Oh, did we? We did. Oh. This is from the BiggerBots. It's a new uh, US podcast I've gotten onto. They're actually quite good. I recommend you guys check them out. Pretty funny Fantastic. stuff. Nice. And they've given us a review, the BiggerBots, saying, I love hearing friends get together and BS, especially when it's hilarious. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank I you mean, I can't speak for much. you guys, but thanks. Yeah, I am. 
Pinchy, pinchy. Pinchy, pinchy. Oh, my precious balls. <laughs> my Google berries. Um, Thanks for that review. Yes, thank yeah, you thank very you much. very much. Uh, people, if you want to find us on Facebook, where can they find us, Ian? Uh, Facebook. Shaking on Nerd. Uh, and Instagram, Tom? Where can they find us? Shaken underscore not underscore nerd underscore pod. Well yes. done, Tom. And Twitter, Mr. Johnson? Um, Shaken on nerd or one word. And Instagram, Tom. Not Instagram. Snapchat. <laughs> the Snapchat uh, which Tom manages. What's it called? Well, nobody added me as a friend. Uh, I still send snaps daily. <laughs> well, if you also want to leave us... crying in a corner. Why <laughs> won't anybody add me? No, he just records a video and the only option is my story. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah, right. if you want to leave us a review as well, just like Bigabots. Yes, Bigabots. Um, feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice, and we will read it out on our podcast. But that yes, is episode way. 42. We've got 43 next week. And what follows 43? 44. 56. That's right. 4-4. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that's 4 <laughs> Pirate week. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you enjoy the theme of this week. There we go. And we will catch you on the flippity hippity. I have been Duty. I've been Ian. I've been been Barry. Nice to meet you, Diana. I've been. uh, Yeah. Yes. I've been George R.R. Mountain. Oh my God. Yes, we had George R.R. Mountain in a theater today. Saladas. (laughs) Hmm.